Uh, often talked about Aaron that he's a player, he would say, he's a complicated fella. So I'll just uh, say that. Wisco Sports Show, our friend Mike Clements is here. Mike, it's funny that you included that cut. You only sent me two cuts here. This is a quick on-the-fly interview we're doing. This is kind of last minute. And it's funny you included that cut, Mike, because when I saw the transcript, when I saw the quotes from Mark Murphy's availability today, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I thought, oh, this is complicated fella 2.0. Mark Murphy speaking when maybe he shouldn't be speaking. It's funny that we we both kind of went to the same place here. Well, what's funny about this is the Packers organization um, has an end-of-season press conference with the head coach mm-hmm. and the GM, and we've gone over you know, what their position was, was what they were going to do with Aaron Rodgers, and what are they going to do with Jordan Love entering his fourth season. And then about a month, there's about a month, then we go down and they open the doors and we get to sit around a table with a closed-door session and talk to Brian Gutekinst. And we've, you know, quoted what we can from that meeting to that essentially, you know, we think we've been accurately reporting that it looks like the Packers would prefer to move on, that they're on schedule to move on to Jordan Love, that they want to do what's right by Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. uh, and whatever Aaron ultimately wants to do. But if Aaron wants to come back for a 19th season, it's going to be more on the team's terms, not necessarily the team trying to meet all of his requests or demands like they have the last couple of years to coax him to come back. Yeah. Uh, they think they've got a, a quarterback that's ready to go. So God bless Mark Murphy because, um, you know, you get these kind of uh, well thought out, um, I, I, I'll say rehearsed um, answers because there's a lot of positioning here. The Packers are like, look, we, you know, if Rodgers j- changes his attitude and just and says, "I will do anything it takes," I mean, I'll come to OTAs, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll pick up uh, rookies at the airport if you need it, then they might they might change their minds. But it's you know it's all these little things that you know that has started to mount up, and in the meantime, Jordan Love seems to be better and better and better. You did, by the way, you hired a quarterback with a system that got Jimmy Garoppolo into the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's the whole point. And instead, you know, you've had this elite quarterback who tends to like to just take over the game himself and maybe makes it too complicated for some of his teammates at the line of scrimmage. So, uh, all that said, we've got a lot of people that still don't believe, I think, that the New York Jets, that their owner, that their head coach, that their offensive coordinator flew all across the country to meet Aaron Rodgers in person for several hours and talk about what it would be like if he decided to become a New York Jet. We have people that are denying that. Oh, yes. Yes. They say they publicly say this on social media. Uh, I'm not going to believe anything the media says until Aaron talks about it. Well, it's for clip. clicks. Like, clicks, Mike. It's all for clicks. That's what they say. Well, I, are they also going to talk us out of that we landed on the moon or that the Earth is flat instead of round I, I don't get that but whatever i'm trying to serve those people too i almost said something else uh <laughs> today uh the girls state basketball tournament is going on uh it was quarterfinals yesterday semifinals today and it's at the rest center which is the great facility right across the street from lambeau field 
And so in talking to a source over to team a short time ago, it's like, yeah, that traditionally the Green Bay Packers have literally crossed the street, gone to the arena, and they've got that statewide broadcast. They do such a nice job mm-hmm. of broadcasting the high school game so everybody in the state can see the girls' tournament, the boys' tournament, both in basketball and in football. And uh, someone, a representative from the Packers comes over and, and greets these people to Green Bay and how great it is to have them in. And maybe talk a little football, a little Packers football. Well, the last couple of years, it has been Mark Murphy. And so during a halftime interview with the play-by-play guy, um, the, you know, the, 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 the announcer then said, okay, so what's going on with you guys and the Jets? And I have a transcript of that. Mm-hmm. We'll all probably get tape of this shortly. But he said, and this is a transcript from a guy who was who was recording it, and then a reporter, Rob Reichel from uh, Forbes Sports. Love Rob. Yes, we gave them permission, but I really can't go into details. We're really hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron, but for us, meaning the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Murphy also said the Green Bay would honor a trade if Rodgers requests one. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we would, yep. Yep, yep. Jeez. <laughs> like, <clears throat> okay. Smooth, then here's the next smooth one. criminal Mark Murphy over here. Yeah, here's the next one. Um, Rogers, uh, Mark Murphy says he's been contemplating, or that Rogers has been contemplating retirement since 22, the 2022 season ended, this last season ended. And Murphy says that Aaron uh, retiring also remains a possibility in their talks with him. Ah. Yeah, I think so. This is Mark talking. Yeah, I think so. Hey, he's got a lot of years and a lot of wear and tear. He's it's done. a lot to being ready for a season and then to go through a season. Oh. But, you know, he's a competitor, and uh, I know he wants to keep playing, all things considered. You're doing it in a great, great voice, by the way, Mike. This is good voice work. You're really you're making him sound a little bit like a bozo. This is good. Well, you know, the, the fact is, Brian Gutekinds has got, is holding some cards. Yes. And Mark Murphy's like walking around behind him, behind the poker table and saying, hey, Brian, you going to play that ace? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and let's, let's be real here. It's not like Brian Gutekinds has a great hand, right? He has an okay no. hand, and he's trying yeah. to play it the best he can. He's really trying to, to make you-know-what out of you-know-what, whatever the expression is. And Mark Murphy's not helping. No, you know, this is not the kinds of things that you want to feed either agents that are trying to get more money for their player or a general manager that's trying to get a number one draft pick for this guy, for this 39-year-old quarterback. And when your president says, yeah, he's got a lot of years, a lot of wear and tear. He's beat up. Wow. He is, he is, he's beat up. Jeez. A lot of injuries. Hey, remember he's had his collarbone fixed twice now. He broke his knee just a couple of years ago. I don't know that he wants to play. I'm not sure he's all that committed. Why do you ask? Now, the, So this was during this interview, during halftime, at one of the girls' high school basketball games today, Mark Murphy talking to this announcing crew, saying these things. And then uh, WBAY-TV, Channel 2, the ABC affiliate in Green Bay, wisely sent one of the reporters over there, Adriana Torres. She finds Murphy in the hallway, gets the cameraman, sets up the microphone, and Mark agrees to do a little Q&A. Here's how that sounded. 
certainly been an interesting offseason. Aaron Rodgers technically is under contract with the Packers. What is it that, uh, from this organization's standpoint, where this organization allowed Rodgers to speak with the Jets? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, I mean, I can't get into all the details, but, you know, it's a situation where I think we wanted uh, to help Aaron achieve what he wanted as well as the Packers and hopefully, uh, you know, create a situation where it's kind of a win for both sides. At this point, is it entirely up to Aaron Rodgers on what he wants to do? And then what has the communication been like the last few days and the last few weeks? Yeah, you know, we're still in uh, discussions. I I can't really get into uh, more of the specifics. Um, Just, you know, 15 years ago, this Packers organization has been through something very similar with Brett Favre, even with the Jets involved in all of that. How strange has that been? And then what has this organization learned from 15 years ago now using uh, in this year? Yeah, well, obviously, we're very fortunate to have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And, yeah, it's it was very early in my tenure, so I remember it very well with, uh, uh, with Brett's situation. And, you know, um, it's kind of the happens in our game you know nobody very few players play for only one team uh and you know obviously brett had a great career aaron had a great career here and uh regardless of what happens you know aaron will be in the pro football hall of fame he'll be in our hall of fame and we'll bring him back or retire his number and uh but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team and uh you know again we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, aaron and us Do you think that all of this will be resolved in the next few days? Of course, that March 15th New Year deadline is what everyone has in their back of their mind. Yeah, you know, I think ideally for everybody uh, would be to have this resolved before uh, the start of free agency in March, March 15th. Does this Packers organization believe that Jordan Love could be the face of the franchise, the future, the starting QB for this team? Yeah, we have a lot of confidence in him. I think, uh, you know, no, he's, we drafted him and developed him. A lot of credit goes to our coaches, uh, you know, and to, and to Jordan. Uh, no, but uh, we do think he's ready. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, Mike, I'm no uh, negotiator here. I'm, I'm no businessman. I'm just a, a radio host. But I, I wouldn't be so strict about a deadline, right? I, I feel like that's the first thing that jumped out to me. You said, well, we'd like to have this resolved by the 15th. I feel like when you say that, you're giving up leverage. Right, the Packers should say, well, you know, if, if, if you don't want to get this done, I guess we'll wait. Like, why, they're just playing all their cards right onto the table. Yeah, you know, um, for what it's worth, Devontae Adams was traded on the 17th of March last year. Okay. Just whatever. You I know, don't people really, have got I, these scenarios where yeah. if the Packers wait until June 1st, they can save another $6 million off the dead cap money and, and all this other stuff. But obviously... I think the Jets would like to know who their quarterback is sooner than later and have a deal done. Uh, the Packers would love to know that, uh, you know, maybe they can get a draft pick or two out of this uh, in the upcoming draft before June 1st. And uh, if they're going to get a player or two out of the Jets, they want to get that those guys in and bring them in for their OTAs and, you know, get them, get them to Green Bay and have them start transition from Jets to Packers. It's just... Um, you know, Mark has made a lot of tremendous accomplishments, uh, revenue building with Titletown, uh, that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you, man, he's 
um, sometimes he just rips the Band-Aid off and says, yeah, here's what we're doing. <laughs> well, well, and the thing is, you said the, the, the Jets want to know for free agency. The Packers want to know for free The Jets are the team without any quarterbacks. They're the team that needs to do something. The Packers, in theory, could just sit on their hands. They say, hey, we have two great quarterbacks. We'll keep them both if we want to, right? We have no bad option here. The Jets are the team that should feel rushed. They need to address the quarterback. They need to get Rodgers. They need to improve their team. The Packers, in theory, shouldn't need to do anything. And yet when you make comments, well, we'd like to get it done by the 15th, now you're coming from a position of weakness. The Jets should be coming from that position. It's just, it's not great. It's just not great. The Jets have gone from uh, Derek Carr, and they lost out on that sweepstakes. Exactly. Because he went to the Saints. You know, I don't know. Maybe the Jets didn't actually offer him a job, and the Saints did. That was the first offer. We, you know, we, you don't really know. You just assume that it seemed like the Jets were eager and talking about Derek Carr often. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also talked about the, you know, uh, and the, the Raiders said, yeah, we're kind of out of this. We're looking for a future quarterback, which means, uh, you know, that Josh McDaniels has talked Mark Davis, the owner, into saying, let's draft a quarterback. Let's just start from scratch and rebuild like all these other teams that that found young quarterbacks and developed them, you know, like the guys in our conference, like Josh Allen up in Buffalo, Patrick Mahomes years ago, et cetera. Here's the question. We all know, you know, how Aaron Rodgers is as a person. And what's Aaron Rodgers' reaction when he sees Mark say, yeah, he's got a lot of years, a lot of wear and tear. Yeah. (laughs) Why why are we dissing him? Why are we? Di- he's, got, he's the guy we're trying to trade for the best price possible, and he's the guy that we'd like to let's keep it nice. I don't want him going to the Vikings in two years. We love this car. Sure, it's got three hundred and fifty thousand miles on it, and yeah. I've had the brakes done on it three times. But so you're going to love this car. <laughs> and it is. I'm just I'm amused by it. For a Friday afternoon, this is just hysterical, and I you know. I also know for a fact that <clears throat> so people in the front office were asked, like, are you aware of what's going on over at the rest center? And they said, yeah, yeah, we, we told him what to say, and obviously he didn't pay attention to it. So, You know, Mike, you know, all I can think about is Brian Gutekinds is dealing with Rodgers. He's probably dealing with Love's camp, too. They're probably like, hey, what's the plan? Like, what's, what's our yeah. future look like? He's preparing for a draft. They're trying to set their coaching structure and, you know, assign everyone a job. When all this is said and done, Brian Gutekinds deserves, a, I think, a nice three-day weekend back in his college town of La Crosse, Wisconsin. I think he should get, get to come over here and relax for a week. He's got his boss over there on the statewide Jeez. broadcast of the girls' high school basketball team Jeez. making all these statements about at, at this very delicate moment yeah. of, you know, what's Rogers really want? What's his decision? What are we going to get out of the Jets? What can we get out of the Jets? Uh, no one's making his life easier. It's like everything is no. working against him. He's got to be like, are yeah. you kidding me? I'm already, I'm yeah. already trying to pry for a, a first round pick. This isn't going to help, right? Like, poor guy. He, he needs to come have a nice long weekend in lacrosse this summer. When everything is settled down, come back over to your college town. You get some beers with me. I, he can speak with me off the record. I, I'm not going to, you know, put him on TV. I'm not going to blast word. I'm not going to go call him the Pat McAfee show. He needs a weekend away when all this is said and done. I'm worried about him. It's just another funny chapter in this saga. So, There's a lot of chapters, Mike. Hey, I appreciate you coming on here because, honestly, I didn't know that I was overreacting to this. I'm like, this seems really stupid to me. 
but I don't want to be hot take radio guy that gets upset about everything. I'm glad that I, I was along the right lines of thinking, and I'm glad that you're able to come on and, and provide some more context and information. Oh, no, I'm down, my phone's blowing up. There's people all across <laughs> the country like, what? He said what? Oh, all right, we'll talk to you later, Grant. Keep you posted, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Have an awesome weekend. Maybe, uh, maybe Ed Policy. Uh, is going to a, a track meet this weekend. Maybe maybe he'll talk to local media in, in Oshkosh. D.C. Everest. N- nice indoor track meet at D.C. Everest this week. And we're going to have Russ Ball speaking with the local media about the Aaron Rodgers trade. Jesus. This isn't some mom-and-pop organization. Here's the Green Bay Packers. Can we button it up a little bit? Old man Murphy. Three minutes, we'll come back. We'll listen to some Jimmy Buffett and wrap up the show for the week. It's the Wisco Sports Show. Back in three minutes. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports. Hey, watching the Sunday. All of those tourists covered with oil. Fins up. Friday on the Wisco Sports Show. You know, Jimmy Buffett does have a uh, a brand of retirement communities. Margaritaville communities for people 55 years and older. Maybe we should look at getting Mark Murphy in a home. Maybe a nice one. We could put him in a Margaritaville home. Jeez, man. Don't go on local TV during a girls basketball tournament and address reporters and just throw all your cards on the table. This is ridiculous. And if I was Brian Gudikins, I'd be like, Mark, what are you doing? You know how difficult my life is already? You know how much crap I'm dealing with? I got one quarterback who's doing cleanses and retreats and drugs in the offseason. I can't even get a text back from him. I got another quarterback that's pissed because he's been here three years, hasn't had a chance to play yet, and he's got Tyler Dunn writing articles about him that makes him sound like the greatest quarterback ever despite him never playing a snap. I got the Jets in one ear. I'm trying to get the Raiders in another ear. God forbid there should be more than one team interested in this quarterback that I'm trying to trade. My life's hard enough. Don't make it any harder, Mark. At this rate, and I just tweeted this at Wisco Grant. The way things are going, next thing you know, Ed Policy or heckin' Russ Ball is going to be at their kids' track meet in D.C. Everest, and they're going to meet with a scrum reporter. Well, you know, Aaron, he... He, he's a weird cat. I, he's he's a real pain. We're looking to move off him. Jeez. This is, this is a million-plus-dollar organization here. This is an NFL franchise. Can we have some sense? Can we have a little common sense in our head? Put Mark Murphy in a home. You know, there's certain slogans to define certain fan bases. We got uh, Bucks and Six. Fire Jason Kidd before that, right? Fire Bud was a campaign for a long time. I say, let's get the bumper stickers and the hashtag going. Put Mark Murphy in a home. I don't fault him for the sledding hill. I don't fault him for the title town. Like, people rip on Mark Murphy. Oh, he cares more about sledding hills than he does about football. That's not true, right? That's his job. As a Packers owner, I guess I have a unique perspective in understanding the economic side of the business. It is a business, and it's a business that I own. So I get it. You got to make money. I don't fault him for the sledding hill. It's funny because I do fault the Brewers for X-Golf. The Brewers don't win anything, though. They're an unserious organization, unlike the Packers. But this doesn't doesn't scream serious. Hey, I'm here at the Girls' State Basketball Tournament. And Mishikots had a hell of a year. They're still called the Indians for some reason. Not sure how that works. 
but I'm just here taking in some girls' hoops. Aaron Rodgers, man, I you remember when he broke his collarbone? It's the second time. He's broken it twice, and that knee injury, man. Whew. I don't want him on my team next year, but we're hoping Goody gets us a hell of a haul with the Jets. They're the only team interested, and I know I'm not exactly singing my guy's praises. He just had a down ear, but good luck, Goody. Anyways, I'm going to go to bed at 4.30 p.m. after catching the early bird special at Ashwaubenon Family Restaurant. This is so unnecessary and bizarre, and we could have skipped this whole charade today if Mark Murphy just would have some sense, just some common sense. I'm not asking you to be... Mr. Wonderful in front of the media. Just have some common sense. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. What can we say? Thank you all very much. You sure make a, a bar from Mississippi.